Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast here at joshcolebluegrass.com. Available as always at the website as well as iTunes, Double Pod, Podcast Addict, uh, anywhere where you find quality podcasts. Uh, this is episode 67. Got a really fun show lined up for you here. Um, got a, uh, a brand new guest to the show. Got a really, really good uh, actual physical show concert lined up for you. It's going to be some fun stuff. Uh, but before I get started, let's, uh, let's talk about who's here. Joining me down in the studio for his first time as a co-host, but actually second time on the show, and we'll talk about that a little bit, is uh, my good friend Chad Wright. Chad, thanks for coming down. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Good to be down here. Yeah, thanks for coming down. Um, so Chad was actually on program, what, episode 50, came down yeah. and played some tunes. And so, as I've previously threatened and or promised, anyone who comes on the show for a second time or more gets their own theme music. And so since this is technically your second time, I, uh, our music producer, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo, got up early and made you some music. And wow, here's that's your, great. Here's your theme music. Chad Wright, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Air Quote Studios, Chad Wright. Yeah, that's Chad Wright. As you know it. You know him. You love him. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for coming down. Um, we got a really fun show. We've got a uh, Ralph Stanley show from 1977. Now, for any of you uh, regular listeners, several weeks back, uh, Randy Black came on the program. Randy runs a podcast from out of Portland State. And he and I did this whole switcheroo thing where he came onto this show and picked out the music. And I went down on his show and picked out the music for that. And I actually used this recording so if you are such a dedicated diehard fan that you heard that, well, then you get the pleasure of hearing it again. <laughs> and if not, this is such a great show, I couldn't resist using it on the program. In fact, I, was, I went through and was scrolling through to make sure that I hadn't used this recording yet, because this is such good stuff. It is a good show. Uh, it's Ralph Stanley live here in Portland, Oregon from 1977. This is Ralph's first appearance in Portland, Oregon. So he says. I, mean, I don't know what to believe, you know. <laughs> but uh, this is uh, Ralph and the Clinch Mountain Boys right here in our hometown, 1977. He's got a great band. It's uh, Ralph on banjo and vocals, Keith Whitley guitar and vocals, Curly Ray Klein fiddle and vocals, and Jack Cook on bass and vocals. And it is tremendous. Uh, Chad and I were talking about it. There's a lot of fun facts, a lot of good stuff in this show. And before I go much farther, let me give you a little bit of history. Uh, Chad and I play in a fun bluegrass band together called yeah. Tenbrook. Uh huh. Yeah, you, me, and uh, Rachel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rachel, who I've uh, talked about, but will never come on the show and talk on the microphone. Uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't do too much talking at her shows either. Good singing though, but yeah, not too much talking. But uh, yeah, we uh, we play shows, and uh, if you're on the website right now looking at it, if you go to the I think the left side, you can yeah. see a Tenbrook link there. Yeah, and uh, we got some songs on there. Check them out. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a busy summer coming up. Some fun, some fun shows. Um, but I thought it'd be good to have Chad down here. A lot of times I had the guests I have, you know, bless their hearts for coming down, but they're not necessarily bluegrass lovers or aficionados. And so I, thought, I know, right? <laughs> yes. So I thought it'd be good to have someone who's, uh, who's really into the music. And so we're going to, we're going to get started. We're not going to talk too much more. Uh, we're going to start listening to some of this and we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about some of the ins and outs of these songs. <laughs> but, uh, here we go. This is starting out with, are you waiting just for me? <laughs> Why running you tonight, my darling? There's such a burning deep down in my breast. I know you promised that you would be faithful, but tell me, darling, have you told the best? So 
Ladies and gentlemen, and a great big howdy to each and every one of you. We're real glad to, real glad to be here in Portland, Oregon tonight with you. And as the MC Mike told you, this is our first time to appear here in Portland, and we're certainly glad to be here. We hope you're going to enjoy some of the old-time mountain-style bluegrass picking and singing that we're going to do for you for the next little while. If you do, give the fellows the applause. They'll appreciate it. They'll work hard for you. When you clap your hands, when you clap your hands for one of the Clinch Mountain boys, it's sort of like making love to an old maid. You just can't overdo it. I'll introduce you to the Clinch Mountain boys here. Over on the fiddle has been with me now about 11 years, going on 12. One of the greatest fiddle players in the country. And number one gentleman. He'll put you on the show. You applaud for him, and he'll he'll really turn on. Born and raised in West Virginia, makes his home now in Pike County, Kentucky. The old Kentucky fox hunter, Colonel Curly Rakeline. Let's give him a nice hand. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and Curly, thank you. That's real fine fiddling, one called the Lost Strain Blues, and Curly has that on one of his albums that he's been trying to sell you folks as you come in the door. And he still has some of them on sale by two or three from him as you go out tonight. Over on the bass fiddle now is another fine gentleman. We're real proud of him. He's glad to be out in this country, too. He's enjoying himself. He likes it out here. He's been all over the country. I believe he's appeared in about 48 or 9 states, several foreign countries. He was born and raised in the great state of Virginia. He makes his home now in a little town called Josephine, where he runs the C&J Market in his spare time. And ladies and gentlemen, he's all 249 pounds. I believe he's lost a pound. What you see is what you get. The ex-mayor. The ex-mayor of Norton, Virginia, Mr. Jack Cook. Give him a nice hand. Good three songs there. We just heard uh, John Henry, 
Uh, Jack Cook sang that. Boy, what a good voice he's got. So good. And then uh, before that, oh, Curly Ray getting a little crazy there with Lost Train Blues. And we started out that show with Are You Waiting Just For Me? Keith singing so good. God, so good. Uh-huh. And I didn't know until uh, uh, recently that's an Ernest Tubb song, that Are You Waiting Just For Me? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that either. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I've said it before, uh, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it many times after this. Uh, this is one of my favorite configurations of the, of the Clinch Mountain Boys. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ralph, Keith Whitley, Curly Klein, and Jack Cook. Um, Chad and I were talking about Jack Cook is maybe one of the most underrated like bluegrass guys yeah. ever uh-huh. i mean yeah what a voice amazing voice great yeah. bass player yeah um yeah he does the walking bass on yeah the first are you waiting just for me yeah yeah uh-huh. so good and like i mean he's always there he's always like he's yeah. got that like extremely high uh-huh. part so even like the three parts he's always there but yeah doesn't get as much credit as you think he would well and on that john henry he's just up on it i mean yeah. he's he's above you know He's, his timing's just a little bit before them, and even his singing, you can just tell. I mean, it's just driving. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a champ. Yeah. Um, it, it's not from this recording, but there's some great video footage on YouTube of essentially this band, and they have another guitar player with them in this in this footage. Um, and they're all... <laughs> it's the 70s, you know? They're all wearing these, like, kind of green suits, and Ralph's wearing, like, a kind of a rust-colored suit. Kind of like what we wear if you come out and see us, yeah. Kind of like what we're wearing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> Um, which is why it's best that you can't see us. Um, but they, uh, okay, so it's the 70s. I'm willing to get, like, they've all got, like, kind of the pompadour. and the, uh-huh. But um, Curly Ray Klein in that video, like, he, A, he's so sweaty. He looks like he's just been doing, like, mounds of cocaine or something. And then, like, if you watch in the video later, like, there, he does a fiddle tune. They call him out, and I can't remember what it is. And it, what made me think of it is that he did Lost Train Blues uh-huh. in this one. But he does this fiddle tune, and he's, like, he's dancing around uh-huh. as he gets into it. And it looks like he, his pockets and his pants are huge. It looks like he's got, like, the entire band's car keys in his pockets. <laughs> like, what's going on? You're going yeah, on what, stage, you go on TV. Just, just, don't they give you a locker? Like, yeah. put the uh-huh. away. Like, yeah. what is it? these giant pockets dancing around sweating like it's amazing amazing stuff that is great yeah, Curly Ray Klein is fantastic there's also great footage of him uh, there's a good documentary called The Ralph Stanley Story yeah. and uh, Ralph gives Curly a, a trophy like the kind you get like from like kick and chase soccer uh-huh. or something, you know, like uh-huh. um, for like 25 years, I think is of service. It's like he calls him up there and he has this trophy made and Curly goes up to talk and like just loses it. He's like crying, <laughs> can't say a word, like turns yeah. and leaves the stage. It's, uh-huh. it's fantastic. He's a character. He's you amazing. Know, um, he did a lot of solo albums too, which yeah. I, I don't have any of and I'd like to get some of those. But yeah, because it's like the whole Ralph Stanley band backing him up and he's just hilarious. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What a character. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. In that same, in that same same documentary the Ralph Stanley story they do some interviews with him and stuff and yeah I mean he just looks like he's been waiting like 10 years for someone to come ask him about these tunes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big round head sitting on there and just yeah god he's good just like a kid you know yeah absolutely yeah, just so happy perfect bluegrass fiddling yeah. I mean it's just oh, yeah. he yeah. nails it yeah. his, even his yeah. fills his little yeah. stuff is just perfect well even when he's just you know rubbing that bow back and forth and just making noise I mean it's, yeah. it's still good yeah you know? 
Totally, yeah. so good. All right, well, we're going to move forward with a few more songs uh, in this uh, in this program. This is actually, it's worth mentioning, this set is actually uh, pretty good length, so we decided to split it up into two shows. So we're going to bring you the first half today, and then we'll have Chad, uh, if he's willing to fall for it again, uh, I mean, come back to the program. Uh, <laughs> we'll have him back for the second half of this show, but uh, we got a few more songs before this is over. They uh, start out here with Let Me Love You One More Time. The gentleman on the guitar... Does our guitar picking for us and sings our lead. Does a wonderful job. There's no doubt in my mind that he's not one of the finest when it comes to singing the old-time bluegrass lead singing. I know you'll agree with me as we go along here with the program tonight if you haven't already decided that. And girls, single girls, that is, he's never been murdered. I mean married. Of course, there's not too much difference in murdered and married. When you get murdered, you're gone real quick. And when you get married, you sort of ooze out. It takes a little bit longer. He comes from Sandy Hook, Kentucky, and his name is Colonel Keith Whitley. Let's give him a great big hand. Ladies and gentlemen, I certainly do appreciate that. That's an old timer that Stanley Brothers recorded several years ago called Let Me Love You One More Time, and I always enjoy singing that. I think it's a good song. I'm glad you folks seem to enjoy it here tonight. Right now, I'd like to take just a minute to kindly formally introduce you to the gentleman that's been doing all the talking, picking the five string banjo, and singing all the tenor and some of the lead. I'm sure that he needs no introduction here tonight. 
or anywhere else for that matter, because for about the past 31 years now, he's been traveling all over these United States and the rest of the entire world, picking and singing his very own distinctive style of the old-time mountain songs and tunes. And he's become nothing short of a legend when it comes to that style of picking and singing. I believe that there's not a man alive can play and sing it the way that he does. And I know you folks are going to have to agree with me before you leave here tonight if you don't already. He's recorded over 75 long play albums during his career. We'd like for you friends to get together now and make him feel real welcome here tonight if you would. One half of the original Stanley Brothers, the first doctor of bluegrass music, the one and only Dr. Ralph Stanley. Give him a nice hand.
Thank you. Thank you very much. We've had three or four requests to do an old timer that I've been doing now for about 31 years. This is an old song that uh, I heard my daddy sing, and we rearranged it a little bit, wrote some words to it. We call it the Man of Constant Sorrow. The fellow told me he drove 50 miles to hear that. So we'll do it for you. Man of Constant Sorrow.
Thank you very much. All right, that was Man of Constant Sorrow. Before that, we heard a medley, Little Maggie and Pretty Polly, and started out that short set of music with Let Me Love You One More Time. Classic bluegrass material. Yes, it Classic is. Classic stuff. Yes, and uh, what about Ralph's jokes? Let's talk about that. His stage <laughs> yeah. banter is fantastic. Like, we didn't mention it in the first set, but yeah. in the opening, he starts out with the whole, like, you know, thank you, clapping for a Clinch Mountain Boys, like making love to an old maid. You just can't overdo it. <laughs> right. I think that's pretty standard bluegrass joke, though, because on the, I think it's Kentucky Colonel's Living in the Past album. Uh-huh. They also say that, yeah. Well, but, it's, yeah. if it's not standard, it is now, because I'm going to say it at every show we do from now on. Oh, yeah, the, the crowd loves it here in Portland. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. Like that farmer's market we played on, yeah. on uh-huh. Sunday, yeah. the, those kids would have loved that joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, and all the moms. Oh, they, yeah, they would love how much the kids love uh-huh. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. But then he does the one uh, in this little in this set here. He does the one about comparing uh, getting married to getting murdered. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> says all the all you single ladies out there, you know, Keith isn't murdered yet, which is odd because what three years before or yeah seventy four Roy Lee Centers his last guitar player was murdered right um, and here it is seventy seven and yeah. he's he's got some jokes yeah. <laughs> It's interesting to see where Ralph gets his material for the jokes. Yeah, definitely. But let's talk about that. Roy Lee Centers, uh, that's a crazy story. For anyone who's not familiar, um, that's insane. He was a guitar player um, who came, what you said, it was after Carter passed away, it was Larry Sparks, and then after that was Roy Roy Lee Lee Centers. Centers. Uh And I have recordings of of them. Roy Lee Centers sounds so much like Carter Stanley. Well, that's what Ralph said. Yeah, Yeah. it was incredible. I mean, his delivery and everything. I've Uh got an album called Echoes of the Stanley Brothers, and it's like that band with Roy Lee Centers. Keith Whitley's still in the group. Like a few of the tracks have Ricky Skaggs on Uh them. So like there's... It must have been an interesting time for the band, but there's stuff where I would have sworn it was Carter. Yeah, I mean, there's been times that I, same thing, just listening to albums, I'm like, that's Carter, but yeah, it's Roy Lee, what a voice, but yeah, yeah you know. Um, bizarre story. Yeah, very bizarre. You know, I, I looked at it, tried to look it up, and it's, you know, uh, Josh and I have heard a couple different stories. What I found recently was that... Um, well, the fact is, he was murdered. He was murdered. <laughs> but the surroundings, <laughs> the, the the situation around it is what's in question. So yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he's definitely dead murdered what happened uh, what i heard recently was that um it was a family feud over whether my son is a better musician than your son and um the the gentleman got upset and uh shot him in the face in front of his son yeah with the son there yeah Uh uh-huh and then uh that guy would i heard was sentenced but he only served like a couple weeks of service because he had money in the family so crazy. And this crazy. is like what, like 1974, yeah. we 74, said? 74, yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. nuts. And you said you... In Breathitt County. Um, wow. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah. Tragic end. Uh-huh. Over, and, and, I mean, if that's... if that's Well, okay. So the story I heard that was that it was a jealous husband and that he had shot him in the car in front of the son. Either scenario, like, what a horrible waste. Yeah. Uh, Terrible. A terrible end to a tool what was starting off to be a great career. Yeah. And, um, like, okay, so let's just talk about tragic guitar players. I mean, and then Keith Whitley, like... Um, yeah, you know, died of alcoholism, right? Um, and his his brother died of alcoholism, right? Yeah, yeah. and I've 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 seen um, on some Keith Whitley fan pages and this and that that um, there are definitely some angry fans that sort of point fingers at like Ralph Stanley and that like sort of like introducing him like the bluegrass when he was doing the bluegrass oh, uh, yeah. festival circuits yeah. where he got really got introduced to, to yeah. doing a lot of drinking. 
Well, I heard those boys back in the day. They were, you know, pretty rowdy boys. Those Clinch Mountain boys. Were that's, they? Yeah, that's the stories I heard. Um, yeah. You know, shooting guns and drinking liquor. So. Right. You know. See, I'm waiting for that movie or that book to come out. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you can find some of this stuff where they talk about, like, you know, playing down at the, sure. the radio stations sure. and sure. being on tour, like, yeah. you know, eight days a week or whatever. Yeah. But I want to hear some of the dirty, yeah. like, down low stuff. There's some good ones in the uh, biography of Ralph Stanley, Man of Constant Sorrow. Yeah. There's some good ones in there, but he doesn't really open up he's got some stories he's keeping uh-huh. secret yeah. uh-huh. he probably takes them to the grave for sure <laughs> right oh man oh well this is uh this has been a fun show episode 67 of the uh, podcast yeah it's um, been fun hanging out yeah yeah this is great music and this is for anyone who listens with any kind of regularity ralph stanley and the stanley brothers and stuff is my favorite favorite style of bluegrass so this is a one of my favorite shows that we've done. And it's been real nice having Chad on the program. Thanks yeah. for coming down. Thanks, Josh. Thanks yeah, for having me. Absolutely. And uh, we'll do another one in a, in a few weeks. But uh, it's Ralph Stanley and the Clinch Mountain Boys live here in Portland, Oregon from 1977. Hey, on that note, get out and support some live bluegrass. Hi, my name is Sam Green. I'm here to talk to you about something very near and dear to my heart. I've been Fonz casting for about four months now. And first and foremost, I should say that it has changed my life. It all began after a bad slip and slide accident, and I was on my way to the store to pick up some gauze for the grass burns when I was approached by a mysterious man who said to me, You should listen to Fonzcast, it'll change your life. For the next few hours, that's all I could hear, over and over, Fonzcast.com. Fonzcast.com. So I fired up the internet and gave it a try. Now my life has completely turned around, colors are brighter, my romantic life has improved, and my peanut allergy has gone from critical to mildly severe. I'm no longer scared of camels or rogue hot air balloons. In my personal life and professional life, you could say, have just become more fulfilling all around. Well, I hope my story has convinced you to give Fonzcast a try. Fonzcast.com. It'll change your life.